Acts of the Apostles, the ninth chapter, reading from verse 1 to 7, the Passion Translation. During those days, Saul, full of angry threats and rage, wanted to murder the disciples of the Lord Jesus. So he went to ask the high priest and requested a letter of authorization he could take to the Jewish leaders in Damascus, requesting their cooperation in finding and arresting any who were followers of the way. Saul wanted to capture all of the believers he found, both men and women, and drag them as prisoners back to Jerusalem. So he obtained the authorization and left for Damascus. Just outside the city, a brilliant light flashing from heaven suddenly exploded all around him, falling to the ground. He heard a booming voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? The men accompanying Saul were stunned and speechless, for they heard a heavenly voice but could see no one. Saul replied, Who are you, Lord? Bible before breakfast, Mildred King's the Congo here. Who are you, Lord? That's the question we're going to try to answer this month of September. Yes, I'm going to drag it out for an entire month. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to do that yet. But that's really where my focus is going to be for this month. I'm going to look into who God is, who he's always been, and who he wants to be to us. Welcome also to September, the month of my birth, one of my favorite months of the year. It's also a month where I get to look over my life, reminisce over the things God has done for me, and it's a month of gratitude. Usually, August is my month of manifestation for September, the month full of testimonies. And I'm so sure that in this September, you too will testify. You know how I know? Because you're going to join me and you're going to look over your life and count your blessings. Usually, when you count your blessings, you realize how much God has done. This month, we're going to set aside all complaints and we're going to look at the goodness of God. We're going to count our blessings and see how far God has brought us and all the mighty things that he has done. I'm praying that this month also will be a month of sustained encounters for you. And that's why I started with the story of Saul, who eventually became Apostle Paul. He started out a different man, angry, full of rage, full of threats. A man who thought he knew God. A man who thought he was fighting for God. A man who thought he was doing the right thing. The Bible tells us that he was so full of anger, so full of rage, so full of hatred, and brimming over with angry threats because he wanted to murder the people who he thought were not doing the right thing. And every time I read this, I realize that anyone who thinks they can fight for God makes a big mistake. God can fight all his battles himself. And so if you think someone is not serving God the way you think they should serve God, it's best to just keep that thought to yourself and mind your business. Because 
God knows exactly what he's doing all the time. That's why he's God after all, not you. And so the Bible tells us that he went to the high priest, got a letter. He made it official. He actually got support to destroy the people of the way, the followers of the way. So he wanted to capture all of them, drag them to prison. And he really had a solid plan. And that's kind of person that Saul was. Saul had a plan and he followed through on his plan. And so he got the authorization and then he moved all the way to Damascus. And on his way, God did something phenomenal. Jesus met him on the way. He had an encounter with God. And the Bible says that it was such a strong encounter that he fell to the ground and he heard a voice that everyone heard. And that voice asked a simple question, Saul. So, why are you persecuting me? Listen, to persecute the church is to persecute Jesus. He's the one with his beloved church. I need you to see that and to understand that. Because the average person thinks that they can persecute the church and claim to love Jesus. Jesus is the head of the church and the church is his body. If you have a problem with the church, <laughs> sorry to make it clear to you today, but you have a problem with Jesus. And I know you say, oh, I don't have a problem with Jesus. It's just the way the church is run. Wow. Wow. I don't have a problem with your head, but I have a problem with your body. I don't have a problem with the way your head looks, but I have a way problem with the way your body looks. Does that make any sense to you? You and your body are one. Your body may not be perfect but it's yours and that's why Jesus loves us so much we may not be perfect but we are his and there's no getting away from us to be honest he can't just say you know what I'm tired of this body I'm just gonna pick up my head and go no it doesn't work that way so if you persecute the church you're persecuting Jesus and yeah I know there's been a lot of drama in the church I know there's been church hurt and all of that but we also must be careful not to assume that every time you are asked to be accountable in church, it has become church hurts. But that's topic for another day. So let me stick to what I'm saying today. And so Jesus asked him, why are you persecuting me? And then he said something interesting. He said, who are you, Lord? Hmm. That question is what changed his entire life that question is what moved him from Saul to Paul that question is what moved him from a man who was so full of angry threats and rage and fury to a man who preached about love being patient love being kind and love keeping a record of wrong that same man is the man who preached that we should put on love as a garment. That same man is the man who wrote more than one third of the Bible. I'm sorry, two thirds of the New Testament. That man had changed completely. Why? Because he was able to answer the question he asked from the very beginning. Who are you lord i believe that in this month when we sit down 
and ask ourselves and the Holy Spirit this same question. Who are you, Lord? It will change our perspective. It will change our behavior. And definitely, it will change our lives. Who are you, Lord? That question also insinuates that once I know who you are, I'm going to serve you. Because he said, who are you, Lord? So he knew that this person, once identified, would become a benevolent dictator in his life. He said, who are you, Lord? Meaning he knew this was no ordinary person. Meaning he also knew this was not Satan. He knew. He said, who are you, Lord? So we're going to take one whole month and explore. We're going to look at God from the Old Testament to the New Testament. We're going to find out who God is. We're going to ask him questions. This month, my question, just like yours should be, is who are you, Lord? And I'm praying that after we've looked at God through his name, we'll be able to have not just encounters, but sustained encounters that will change the rest of our lives. So this month, join me as I answer the question, Lord, who are you? And in doing that, we will explore the names of God. Welcome again to September, the month of my birth and the month of testimonies. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred King Sokoko.